You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. It's important to be loyal to your teams, and I know that I know that most people stick with their teams their their entire life. But at some point, if your team is absolutely inept and they have a toxic environment and and terrible front office and a, and a terrible owner and terrible uniforms and a terrible logo, at some point, you have a right. To tell your team, I don't, I don't care if you've been a fan of theirs for, for 30 years. You have a right to tell that team to bleep off. And I'm taking my business elsewhere. You're listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, the Lance J Radio Network, coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, the one and only James Lewis III. Always a pleasure to be broadcasting coast to coast on our radio affiliates around the country and, of course, on Lance Day Plus, where you can get any segment of the show. We podcast every single segment of the show. I have been a Washington Bullets slash Washington Wizards fan pretty much my whole life. I remember back in the day, some of some of the earliest memories of my life is with my uncles and my father going to the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. I lived in Columbia, Maryland as, as a kid. Before we moved to Ohio. I, I I tend to say that I'm from Ohio. But I spent the first 10 years of my life or so in the Baltimore, D.C. metropolitan area. And my dad would take me to, to Bullets games. There were the Bullets then. My dad would take me to the games. We'd be sitting way, way up in the rafters. I'm sitting next to the, to the West Unsell jersey, the retired West Unsell jersey, and the banner that, that said, I believe, 1978 or 79 NBA champions. I literally could touch the back of the stadium. And my Uncle Charles would bring binoculars to the game. But we were we were in the building. And I've supported the Bullets slash Wizards franchise my entire life. Anyone who listens to this show knows that, that I'm a very loyal sports fan. I, I spent my formative years in Columbus, Ohio. Therefore, I am a fan of the Ohio State University. I'm all in. Now, it's easy to be an Ohio State football fan because they win 11 or 12 games every single year. They're basically the second or third best program in the United States of America my entire life. I think they've had a couple of seasons where they were 8-4. and four. They had the season where Trussell got fired over Tattoo Gate with Ter- Terrell Pryor, lying to the NCAA. They were on probation. They were like 6-7 and seven that year when Luke Fickle was coaching them. But I've never seen Ohio State suck. Bad for Ohio State is nine and three. They go nine and three, eight and four. The people in Columbus or WBNS are are ready to burn down the city. I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan. One of the worst experiences of my life and, and things that I regret. I had a bad flu, almost a pneumonia, the year they won the Super Bowl. And I was not able to go to the Super Bowl parade. It was like five degrees outside. I was living, I was getting my master's degree at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, which is only about an hour and 45 minutes away from Indianapolis. 
And I've been a Colts fan my whole life. So I was a Colts fan back in the Baltimore Colts days. I remember them Mayflowering out of Baltimore. I stuck with them through Arch Schleister and Craig Erickson and then into the to the to the Dickerson years where, where they were kind of decent. It seemingly, seemingly was a strike every few years. But they had Eric Dickerson. And then they had Marshall Falk. And, you know, they went, they went from being a, a, an abomination, which they were when I was a kid, to being a mediocre 9-7 and seven perennial team that was kind of a fringe playoff team. And then they had the run with Harbaugh, where they almost went to the Super Bowl. And then they got Peyton Manning. So it was very easy to be a Colts fan when Peyton Manning is, is piling up stats and, and padding his stats and up 35-7 to seven at halftime versus the Titans. I'm a Baltimore Orioles fan for life since Kyle Ripken. Since Eddie Murray, since Mickey Tettleton, since Mike Devro, Roberto Alomar, Rafael Palmeroid. And during this time, I've been a fan of, of the Washington Bullets slash Wizards. But a, but a fan, a supporter, this is someone that, like I said, I opened up the show, I said that the first, some of the first memories of my life were being five years old, going with my father, or just coming off of Father's Day, spending time with my father, watching Bullets games when Bernard King was there, when Rick Mahorn was there, way back in the day. Manute Bull, Bull Tending, which was a, a circus, just, just for, for, the, for the record. I saw that live. I knew it was a circus even at six. I was just like, yeah, this guy. This guy's like nine feet tall. Does it, does it. And then Bugsy Bogues is on the team. Bugsy Bogues is like five feet tall. You got a nine-footer and a five-footer out there at the same time. Really doesn't make a lot of sense. Even as, as a five, six-year-old, I was just like, yeah, that, that seems kind of off. But the Wizards trading Bradley Beal, and I'm not mad that they traded Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, first and foremost, he doesn't play. He only going to play 50% of the games. He's on the Zion Williamson cafeteria plan. You know, he doesn't play. He's going to have a phantom quad injury, a calf injury. I would watch, as a former season ticket holder to the Suns, he, the one time that the, the, the Wizards came out there, I would always go to that game. That's my favorite team. And I had great seats. I never saw Bradley Beal play one time. He was always in street clothes. He always had a fresh pair of Jordan 1s on. And, and a real nice hoodie or, or, or a really nice butter soft leather jacket. But he wasn't going to play. He ain't going to play a whole lot for the Suns either. There's always something wrong with him. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad that, that they traded Bradley Beal. I am angry because they traded him for nothing. They gave Bradley Beal all the leverage. They, they signed him to a max deal. When you knew that he wasn't going to stay there, you knew that they were signing him to a max deal, and that's what, that's what Bradley Beal should do. I'm pro player. He signed the max knowing that he wasn't going to stay, knowing that he wasn't going to play more than, than 50 games a year. He got paid. He forced his way out. You give him a no-trade clause. So you give Bradley Beal all of the leverage. You give him all of the leverage. You let him call the shots. You basically let him run roughshod over the, the franchise. And I've said, I'm not, I'm pro player, but I'm not into these franchises giving these players that, giving them God status. Let him have, you have everything you want. You get the max. You can you can play half the games. It's like the Kawhi Leonard treatment. You come to practice when you feel like it. We'll give you your own jet to fly in uh, in route to the stadium. You give you your own hotel. I remember Cal Ripken when he was doing his streak. Like Cal Ripken had his his own hotel, and that was bad even for the nineties. Like everybody else was staying at a Ramada. He's staying at the Ritz Carlton. 
under an assumed name. And I just, I, I, this was the last straw for me. Getting back Landry Shamit, who's a bum. Let's make that clear. Landry Shamit is an absolute bum. You know, if you're going to trade Bill, at least get DeAndre Ayton. And I get that you have Porzingis, so you might not keep DeAndre Ayton. But get something that you can flip downstream. I know they're trying to trim salary. But giving up Bradley Bill for Landry Shamit and Chris Paul, who you know you're going to, you're going to buy him out. And he's going to go to L.A. He's going to play for either the Clippers or the Lakers. Guess theoretically he'd go back to Phoenix. That probably would be the smartest of all moves. But I know his family's out in LA. You're you're turning yourself into a laughing stock, a triple A franchise. And look, I've tolerated a lot from the Wizards. Like I said, I sat there and personally watched the circus that was Manupol, Jorge Murasan, and Muggsy Bogues. It was a sideshow, it was, was PT Barnum esque. I watched them bollocks. Chris Webber, Jawan Howard, and Rashid Wallace, you had you had the most dominant front court in, in the 90s. And they tore that down. I supported this team through Hibachi, Gil Arenas, bringing bring his, bring his gats to the workplace, fighting with, with teammates over dice games and poker games, pulling a John Morant before John Morant. I've supported this team for a long time. The, the inept front office. Ernie Grunfeld, A. Poland. It's been an absolute disaster. It's, it's been a tire fire. The Wizards, they, they besmirched Jordan. They did the impossible. They took the, they took the godly image, the, the deity, which is Mike, the sports deity, which is Michael Jordan. They besmirched him with those awful teal uniforms, teal and brown uniforms. Like this, this franchise is a joke from end to end, from top to bottom. They sucked in the 80s. They sucked in the 90s. They sucked in the, in the early 2000s. They suck now. And quite frankly, I've had enough. I, I am denouncing. I'm doing something I never thought that I, I would say on the show. I am denouncing my, my Washington Wizards slash Bullets fandom. I, I am a free agent available to support and gravy train new teams. Now, the first one, I guess, would be the Suns because I used to be a season ticket holder out there. That was corporate. I got it through work, so I didn't pay my own cash for it. But can I can I get fitted for uh, a size large N- Nikola Jokic jersey? Can I get a throwback Mutumba? I think I have a, I have a throwback Alex English jersey. Can can it be the Nuggets? I need to find a team because I can't support. Once again, if you're a Jets fan, if you're I know they got Aaron Rodgers, but they're gonna find a way to to blow that up because you're the Jets. History says you're gonna find a path to to failure. If you're a Browns fan, if you're a Detroit Pistons fan, I mean, they won a championship 20 years ago. So maybe not them. But if you're if you're a fan of if you're a Portland Trailblazers fan, if if you're a fan of a team that's that's a bottom feeder, if you're if you're an Orlando Magic fan, if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, shout out to our uh, affiliate WVOL in, in Gashville. If you're a Titans fan, you never won a Super Bowl. You had the great Oilers jerseys and logos, and you threw that. That's the best thing you had in your franchise. You chucked that. If you're a fan of, of one of these organizations that just perpetually find a way to screw it up, at some point you have, you have the right to get out of that abusive, toxic relationship that, that is lowering your morale, 
that's making you feel worse coming off a weekend when, when you open up the paper or open up Instagram or, or open up ESPN.com or, or SI.com, wherever you get your news, you immediately start your day depressed. You have a right to tell that team to go straight to hell. Paragon 7 Studio. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Classic sneakers I had. Patrick Ewins. Oh, the Ewins was hot. The, 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 the blue, orange, and white. Got those. Got, those. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, a fresh yeah. pair. You got to bring those to the studio. You gotta, you gotta bring and I got the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Adidas. I didn't even know that he had a shit. What? And I got the Stan Smith. I'm telling you, these are I don't even know what the Stan, Stan Smith, Smith is. Stan Smith was the Stan Smith, the green and whites, the official color. I got the official Pumas. The red suede, the blue suede. Official Pumas. Classic. So, we're Classic. Hold down. Up. Hold up. The first Air Force Ones. The Dunks. The Flights. Uh, what else was, was crazy? Uh, the Hibachis. James Lewis. You talking about the Harachis or Hibachis? the Hibachis? I call them Hibachis, Harachis, okay. whatever. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It feels so good to be cared for. Back up now. Just a little more The feeling someone's always there Just to show how much they care The feeling you're not alone Now she's a part of your home With so much to protect each day Caring goes a long, long way Nationwide is on your side Water Labs AI prides itself in understanding the true healthcare industry drivers, Our Transform RCM suite of solutions focuses 100% on intelligent automation. Our solutions make use of robotic process automation, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. The value this brings to our clients greatly impacts the time, effort, and financial constraints that keep healthcare executives up at night. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series, here for Water Labs AI. Paragon Paragon 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 7 